Mental health and suicide can be challenging topics to talk about, especially with young people. Unseen is an award-winning short film that has been created specifically for that purpose. The film and accompanying resources were created to help you have a hopeful conversation with someone who is struggling. Unseen has been shown to thousands of young people across the U.S. and Ireland and sparked countless positive conversations leading to openness and vulnerability. Download the film and resources for free at unseenfilm.org. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hi, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and this is an episode of the Ultimate Homeschool Expo. Today I'm coming to you not just as a host of the Expo or as an author and a publisher um, with the company Media Angels, but as a homeschool mom. I have homeschooled my children uh, since 1986, and my story is a little bit different than many of your stories, and that is that I had a struggling learner. And uh, ironically, my two oldest children went to preschool, and then here I spent my life's work homeschooling uh, the rest of those years. And what I found for me was um, homeschooling filled a need. It was something that was going to allow my child, um, actually all of my children, to uh, strive to really be the best that they could be. And so I bring you this talk, um, you know, with 25 years of experience as of this taping, not to say, you know, I, I did it great or did it well or I'm the big expert, but just to help you to remember the top 10 joys of homeschooling. So before we get started, I want to, first of all, um, tell you that um, these are the times to really, um, you know, spend some time in, uh, on just you right now. This is a time for you to listen, um, and it's also a time to pull this audio out when you are down or when you don't think you're doing a good job homeschooling or when you think everyone else is doing a better job or when the house is a wreck and the in-laws are coming for dinner, or when you, whenever you feel like it. I'm giving you permission to just take some time away. Uh, this is not a very long audio, but it's one that I hope that you'll listen to again and again when, you know, you just need that refresher of, you know, what were those joys of homeschooling again? I, I need to, to think and pray about them. And I do have some rules, and the rules are uh, you're not allowed to use this uh, audio as a guilt trip to think that I know it all, to feel inferior when you hear these things that maybe you don't feel or you haven't done, or to consider yourself a failure. We are all in this together. I do not know of one homeschool mom who hasn't said, you know, that they've had days where everything uh, just didn't work out. You know, there's no martyrs among us where we are uh, striving to do the best we can with what the Lord has given us. And for those of us who are Christians, we can go to the Lord each day and ask for that infilling of the Holy Spirit in order to be able to continue on. Well, let's get with it. Number one, the top ten joy 
of homeschooling. Number one is spending time with your children each day. You know, I'm not one to stop and smell the roses because I'm too busy thinking about all these other things I need to be doing. And having children has made me really slow down. I remember in college one time a friend saying, you know, come sit on the back deck with us and just sit and, you know, enjoy the sunshine. And I thought, why are you guys sitting around? There's so much to be done. Well, that's how I rushed through some of my homeschooling until I realized, you know, as my children and my two oldest were getting older, that I needed to stop and smell the roses to take some time. Um, you know, if, if those of you who are connected to me on Facebook, um, right now I have a picture up, and um, I'll have to put that on a blog somewhere to immortalize that picture. But it's a picture of a treehouse we have, and I love to escape to this treehouse and it's because it gives me a sense of, of connecting with my kids in a place where we can go to read or just talk. There's a bench up there and some chairs. And, uh, you know, it's not your typical climbing up a treehouse. So if you think I'm stealing a treehouse, uh, it, has, it actually has stairs to get up there. But, but you know, it's a place where, where we can go and and you know we're up in the trees and it's like the, we're we're protected from the world this is a time we have to get to know our kids to allow them to get to know us if we spend some time with our children each day we are going to avert those heart issues in that in the teen years can be you know so detrimental and this all just comes from spending time with your children each day that they know that you care Number two, it's an opportunity to form young minds that love the Lord and put family above friends. You know, even the commercials talk about friends and family. They don't say family and friends. And it seems like, you know, the word friends always gets pushed forth. You know, teachers mold. They teach their ideas or their worldview. And here's our chance to help our children grow and learn. We are going to be able to teach them the true meaning of what it is to have a family. And, you know, if you have a broken family or you have a family that has strife in it, you can still have those pockets of time, that haven, where you make it a time where your children know that you love them, that you're there with them, and that you are striving to do what you can in order to not only to protect your children, but also, you know, to encourage them of what an ideal would be for family. I know at one time when my children were having some issues, we were, um, you know, working towards some things that really needed correcting. And one of the things we did was we took um, each each week, we selected or I selected one child and everyone else in the family wrote kind words for this child, and we put it underneath their plate. And so, you know, it was something nice that the child, you know, that was selected that week could look underneath his plate, and they didn't know when it was going to happen. They kind of figured out whose week it was going to be, you know, process of elimination. But, um, you know, it was really a nice thing, and they could see that, you know, someone was saying, oh, I'm praying for you, or... Um, you know, I, I'm going to take care of your dishes for tonight if it was their dish day or something, you know, that just let that person know that they were being thought of. And it really brought smiles to everyone. So that, those are just little things that we can do to help our children um, to feel protected in our families and that they are part of a family, you know, that loves them. 
Number three, we are training the next generation of leaders. We are helping our kids reach their highest potential. Their God-given gifts are being nurtured and their calling. And, you know, we don't think of our children necessarily as being leaders. I know some of you might. But, you know, our kids are going to be able to lead in the fact that they've been brought up in households, again, where there has been great love and great security and great comfort. And these are the things that we can do. You know, it doesn't matter what your resources are or what you have um, at your disposal at your disposal what really matters is what god has for your child and for you to have that ability to help them find that and that just comes from spending time each day um, in in prayer and teaching your children how to do that when they're little you can read to them but you can also have them close their eyes and just listen and that's a really hard thing for little ones to do and to learn to be still but it's something that will be so worth your while as they get older because we can just say to our kids, you know, you need to seek God on that and, you know, just see what he has in store for you and really nurture that. And that's one of the great joys of homeschooling, that we are creating a generation of leaders, but we are also helping them to find their full potential. Number four, know that your children are learning something. Everything is school. Even when my kids are sick on the couch, I can either read to them, they can watch an educational show, um, we can go to the grocery store and turn that into a field trip. You know, there are so many things that our children are learning every day. When they were younger, I remember um, trying to get some of those grammar skills down and I would drive and say, okay, what can you, uh, you know, look out your window and name me a noun or name a verb or name an adjective and just reinforce some of those things and they thought it was a great game or giving them a state map and having them all labeled and then as they saw a car with their um, bumper stickers or not bumper stickers their license plates go by they would just tally where that car was from and being in Florida in the winter is really a great time for that activity because we have a lot of winter visitors that are from up north but you know it just is um something that we we do naturally we teach our children and the fact that we um you know have that ability to be able to teach them and know that they're learning every day to me is such a joy number 5 it's less pressure um peer academic or self you know, for me, that's a joy of homeschooling, of knowing that my kids are not under the pressure of the kids in school. We don't have bullying. Uh, we don't have random school shootings. We don't have a fear of failure, that they're not wearing the right clothes or they're not fitting into a, the right group or, you know, any of this cyberbullying stuff. You know, my kids are growing up in an environment where they're going to remember their childhood, and I want it to be one that is free from the pressures that we, we get in this world. There are so many pressures in life. We don't need one more um, starting at such a young age. Number six, uh, another joy of homeschooling is there's no homework. And, you know, people say, well, you know, that's a kid's thing. It's not a parent thing. Hey, um, I, I talk to moms all the time. My kids are involved in sports. And they're saying that their kids are up at 10 and 11 o'clock at night finishing homework, especially on the days that there's a game. <clears throat> and a lot of times these moms work and they can't go pick up their kids after school and they didn't get their school done and work done in study hall or on the bus on the way home. 
I mean, it's a mess. And we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about them getting their, you know, uh, homework done or having to stay up late to finish a paper or an essay. You know, these are things that they can do um, during school time. And it teaches them to budget their time because on weekends, if they're not done with some of the things that I uh, or their dad expects them to get done, then they're doing some work on the weekends and they really don't like that. So, again, that's one of the joys of homeschooling, that we're not up at night with our kids doing homework. So I'm happy about that. Um, another joy of homeschooling, number seven, is the freedom to teach them about God. And and this is actually a number one. Obviously, these, these slides are not in any uh, you know specific order. But we have religious freedom. We can talk about God and science and in health, in um, you know, in in language arts, in reading. When I teach my children on the high school level, and we're learning American literature, we're also reading great classic literature or you know world literature that has you know deep religious convicting uh, types of stories. And I am so you know blessed that I can teach my children about some of the other types of literature that are out there and we get the main point, but we don't have to read every single word of it. Well, I have that freedom. I have that freedom to teach about God, to teach them about faith, and to allow them that time to grow close to God and to have a relationship with him. And um, that's one of the things that we really have taken to a new level this year. Um, I don't know if any of you are aware that I have a set that's homeschooling with Proverbs. And I have to tell you, I've read the book of Proverbs many times. I read it, you know, they're not very long, so I read, you know, it within a month. You know, it was a challenge read one Proverbs a day, um, you know, one chapter uh, a day. And I have to tell you that in the study that I'm doing now with my family that um, I've written, I have just grown tremendously in my walk with the Lord in understanding what he wants in my life. Um, that of my children, I mean, we were talking about things besides, you know, wisdom actually, you know, permeates the, the book of Proverbs, but just on making the correct choices and value decisions and a lot of, um, you know, discussion about what is God saying to you in this book. And we try to do that with the Bible when we read is to say, you know, Lord, speak to me and how you want me to take these words but we've taken it to a new level. And that's one of the freedoms of homeschooling that I have, that I am able to have that freedom to teach my children about God. Number eight is flexibility. And believe me, um, you know, my, my poor children, um, I did another talk on, you know, learning styles, and I have one child that really wants everything scheduled out, and he does not want to be surprised with, hey, today we're going to the zoo. You know, he wants to know a week ahead of time so that he can get that in his mind that that's what's happening. But, you know, changes in schedule are fine. Um, and the fact that we have flexibility in our homeschooling when something comes up that is exciting, um, you know, for example, uh, my neighbor was rebuilding an airplane in his yard, and I thought it was going to be some nice little set um, that he had bought the parts to and was putting together. I don't know what I was thinking, but it turned out to be this uh, Vietnam War reconnaissance plane. And so when that got brought into the yard, do you think that we could possibly be doing school when there was, you know, fuselage strewn across my neighbors? You know, we live on some acreage here in Florida. You know, there was no way. The cameras were out and the kids were in awe. And 
you know, those are the kinds of things that you can have flexibility that when there's something exciting going on that the kids, you know, are going to be all excited um, about learning and, and you know, doing some research and, and all kinds of things that come along with that. Um, you know, and, and another thing with flexibility, our yard often floods in the, in the um, summer. And so we had the flexibility that when our yard was, you know, our a perimeter of our yard, not where my house is, but when our yard had, you know, floodwaters, the kids could um, have that time to go out and explore. So these are the kinds of things that homeschooling is just so wonderful that it allows for flexibility in our schedule. Number nine is a joy for me. I don't know if it is for you, but I am a perpetual student anyway, and I love that I can learn with my children. I hated geography. I didn't really like history, and I detested science. So uh, how I made it through um, with honors and, and got through college um, as an educator, I have no idea. But none of these topics um, interested me as a, as a kid. I was a very social being and wanted to be with everybody and know what was going on and, and do that kind of a thing, but I really wasn't that thrilled with any of my studies. And I have just been so excited about everything, and I think that translates to your children. When you're excited about learning, they're excited about learning. And especially um, the way we learn is more of a hands-on, eclectic approach. Yes, we do a lot of reading. We do journaling. We do scrapbooking, some of it, not a lot of it. And, you know, we do some lap booking. And, you know, most of all, we are, you know, very much a hands-on, um, you know, looking at things, taking it apart, looking, uh, finding out how it works. And so we are able to learn together. You know, um, those of you that have followed along with, with what Media Angels has done, uh, knows that we have a series of novels for teens that are the creation versus evolution, uh, you know, struggle that, that goes on among scientists, the media, you know, and, and so forth. Well, my daughter wanted to write novels, and I just thought, you know, we don't know how to write a novel. And that was one of the things that she just looked at me and said, well, Mom, we're homeschoolers. We can figure it out. With homeschooling, you give your children that confidence to figure out how to do something. My sister-in-law taught herself to sew, never had sewed anything in her life. But homeschooling gave her the courage to do that, to sit alongside her daughter who wanted to learn to sew. You know, what is it that you want to learn? Learn along with your children. I know of moms who have learned uh, the piano along with their kids. They've always wanted to play the piano. You know, whatever that is, that just is such a joy to me to be able to learn with my kids. And number 10, Learn uh, the true meaning of love. Our kids are going to learn that true meaning of love. Love, by its very definition, is self-giving. And moms, because we are home with our children, you know, I know I, I work from home uh, part-time. I know a lot of you have to take extra jobs on. And yet, we can rest assured that our children see that we are here with them, that they are the most important thing. And that, you know, with God, with their, their, you know, extended family, that we are showing them what love is. And when I say a child is the um, most important thing, I'm not talking about, you know, the universe revolving around my, my children. That's not my style of parenting. Um, my children are welcome members of the family, and we are a family unit. You know, however, it's God, my spouse, and then my children. So, 
you know, my children know that that doesn't diminish my love for them. They are learning that true love is self-sacrificing. It is doing for others. And I can't think of a greater gift that I can give my children than that. Hebrews 11.6, this is a slide that I, I found and I really liked it. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God believes that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I, I pray God's blessing upon you and I pray that you continue to seek God in your homeschooling, that you come up with your 10 joys of homeschooling and share that with us, share it on a blog or you know, email me at Felice at Media Angels um, and share your 10 favorite things to homeschooling. And I, I just love to hear from all of you and I thank all of you for joining us for these Ultimate Homeschool Expos. I am here for you. I have homeschooled for many years, since 1986. I remember the isolation of not thinking that anybody was going to understand, um, you know, my plight, what I was going through with my kids. And to have this online forum, this ability to be able to connect with all of you through the miles has just been a blessing in my life. So I pray that you continue on with your homeschool journey, and if you're struggling, know that we um, have a whole group of women uh, that are there for you. Thank you, and God bless. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.